what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Foot Candle Films. Film news and reviews from two guys who really like movies. This episode is brought to you by the Foot Candle Film Society. For a schedule of upcoming screenings and membership information, visit the Society's website at www.footcandle.org. Hello and welcome to Foot Candle Spotlight. This is our quick hit of movie reviews and news to kind of uh, uh, tide you over in between the main Foot Candle shows that we put out once a month. I'm Alan Jackson. With me, Chris Fry. Hello. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing well. Good. Well, we're going to do a quick review show today, and today's review is going to be the film Argo, directed and starring Ben Affleck. But before we get to that, uh, really quick, just want to mention and say thank you to our sponsor for this episode, which is Main Cellar City Club, located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, event and music venue, uh, featuring some great events coming up in the near future, like the Little River Band, Bad Company. They've got weddings, they've got uh, social events being hosted there, just a great facility for food, drink, entertainment, everything you could want. Have you been you been there, Chris? I have been. It's a cool place. You've been there to uh, videotape some stuff mm-hmm. too, right? Sure. Yeah, it's a great place. We really recommend everybody check the place out. You can visit them on the web at MainCellarCityClub.com. That's all one word, MainCellarCityClub.com. And with that, let's roll right into our review. What happened? Six of the hostages went out a back exit. Where are they? The Canadian ambassador's house. We've got revolutionary guards going door to door. These people die. They die badly. White House? Who wants the six of them out? What we like for this are bicycles. Deliver the six bikes, provide them with maps. Or you could just send in training wheels and meet them at the border with Gatorade. It's gonna take a miracle to get them out. Bye, man. What do we watch? I got an idea. They're a Canadian film crew for a science fiction movie. I fly into Tehran. We all fly out together as a film crew. I need you to help me make a fake movie. So you want to come to Hollywood and act like a big shot without actually doing anything? Yeah. You'll fit right in. Argo, Ben Affleck's third film, chronicles the life and death or life or death covert operation to rescue six Americans that were taken hostage or actually they weren't I guess taken no, hostage No they were not taken hostage <laughs> yes But what during the um the crisis the Iran hostage crisis they escaped the big takeover and it details a mission to try to get them out they yeah. were away from this other big set Yeah basically the six were were in the American embassy in Iran when uh some of the revolutionaries in the area started taking over and attacked and stormed the embassy. They got away and they went and hid out at the Canadian ambassador's house and was there for you know, a couple months at this point. So, yes, it's, it's all about the mission to try to get gotcha. them. I have not seen this film. Yeah. I have heard lots about it. Probably a lot of people listening to this podcast have heard about it. There was sure. you know, some Oscar buzz about it. It is, you know, anytime an actor then becomes a director, and this is his third film now following – Gone Baby Gone, which I actually never did see. The Town, which I was kind of lukewarm on. And this is his third film. So you're only 33% on Ben Affleck directed yes. films at this point. That's right. Okay. Uh, that's important to know going into it is. this. Right. So, I, you know, to judge his whole, like, body of yes. work, so to speak. And Gone Baby Gone got a lot of acclaim. Did the, I think a lady from it maybe won an Oscar? Or uh, she was at yes, least nominated? I think there was a, uh, a Best Supporting Actress nomination for that film. Yeah, I think okay. there might have been some writing and possibly some other I, things mixed in I there as so. well. Yeah. I think so. I think so, that's some good acclaim. You know, here's his third film. 
It is based on true events. Yes. Um, I know that we've talked about before, anytime a film is based on true events, you sometimes wonder, would it have made a better documentary as mm-hmm. opposed to a dramatic film? This one specifically, one of the, uh, I guess the interesting things for people who like movies is the whole ruse to get these guys out of Iran mm-hmm. was to pose as a film crew. So right there, it's like, oh, okay, that sounds interesting. There's some sure. Hollywood stuff in there, I assume. I haven't seen the movie. So taking all that into perspective, Alan, do you think Ben Affleck, can you see him growing as a director? Do you think he's taking steps back? How? What's your, what's your take on Argo? Sure. Well, I have seen all three of his films. Okay, good. And I generally liked both of his previous two films. Okay. I thought Gone Baby Gone was a great uh, crime drama thriller. Uh, had a nice twist at the end. I, it was good. I enjoyed it. I thought the town was good in that it it, it seemed to be a little more of a realistic uh, depiction of a crime crime drama where sometimes those can be a little too overglossed. I think he's got a good handle on making things seem very grounded and very okay. real. Okay. And I appreciated that. Um now, Ben Affleck did have a supporting role in the town. He was not the star of it, and he did, was not in Gone Baby Gone at all. So gotcha. he, now he's the star of this film. So his ah. roles have actually escalated from an acting perspective in his own three films, each film he goes along. And I guess his character in this, the real-life guy, yes. uh, Tony, Tony Mendez, mm-hmm. he wrote a book yes. or a it memoir, is based and this off is what this is based on. Okay, yes. so he took the starring role, took the guy. He here. took the starring okay. role of Tony Mendez. We'll get to that in a moment. That, <laughs> from an acting standpoint, I've got some things to say. Okay, But I will say from a directing standpoint, I do think there's a progression here. I think the films are getting better. I thought Gone Baby Gone, the town, I enjoyed them about the same. Okay. This one I did enjoy a little bit more than both of those two. Okay. It's not a perfect film. There's still some things that I feel like he's getting stronger with, but as a whole, the film was a much better experience than his previous two. I thought overall a very good film. I really enjoyed this film. Um, there's a lot of things I liked about it. And let me just kind of hit on sure. a few of those key points there. If it's okay. He is making a period piece here, which, you know, late seventies, this took place in 79. Um, so you've got to deal with the details of it being a film set in 1979 in a foreign country. Okay. Using a real event that many people were pretty familiar with. That's always a little bit of a challenge to be as realistic as possible with that. I, you know, I was only seven years old when this happened, so <laughs> I don't really recall in my head the images and things I saw. But overall, I think the film looked really sharp and looked it looked very realistic. I think it had the right things going on elements-wise. The locale, the dress, everything really worked. I think the on-location shooting for whatever may have happened over in another country, shooting-wise as far as from the film goes – I think they pulled it off. It looked very authentic to me. So authentic as opposed to stereotypical. Yes. You did think there was authenticity. Yes, I do there. think there okay. was authenticity. I think there were some scenes in particular, um, having just been to a foreign country very similar uh, over in the Asian part of the world, uh, and seeing you know, some of the bazaars, uh, kind of the, the downtown scenes and all, it just it seemed very realistic to me. Okay. So I, I, I thought that worked out really well. From an acting standpoint, um, I guess it's no surprise the actors I really was impressed with the most are the ones you kind of expect to pull out a really good performance, supporting performance. Okay. Um, John Goodman plays uh, special effects artist John Chambers. So he was involved in the movie side of the story, the fake movie that's being made to extract uh, these guys out. Okay. Basically, the deal is, is that they're going to go in. Tony Mendez is going to pose as a film producer, okay. bringing along with him a film crew from Canada. That's going to be scouting out the location. 
The challenge is, is that, of course, those people did not fly in to Iran. So, you know, you've got to like somehow fake that, that those people somehow made it into Iran as a film crew. Okay. Once he's there, he's rounding up them and they're all going to take on different roles as part of this film crew and then try to fly back out. Gotcha. So there's a lot of things involved to make this work. Okay. But part of the challenge is that obviously they knew they had to actually stage this as a true film production, even back in the States. To make the government. That's right. To make, to make everything the, flow. To make everything check out. So if anybody were to call, follow up on it, it really does check out in the Hollywood system. Hmm. So John Goodman is, is a, a true special effects artist. He played John Chambers, who was involved in the project. Okay. And then you've got Alan Arkin as director Lester Siegel, who both of them just had a great presence on screen. They were fun to watch. They were really having fun with the role and the part that they were playing in the CIA cover-up. I mean, hmm. they're basically making a fake film and having to promote it like it's a real film. Let me. I, yeah. I'm interested because hearing what you just described about Alan Arkin's role and John Goodman's role, not having seen the film, yeah. it sounds like kind of a setup for like a Will Ferrell comedy or something like mm-hmm. that. Like, you know, it just sounds like that would kind of take away from the serious nature of this film. I mean, they're hostages. Yeah. It's life and death. It's a rant. It's a, it's a big deal. So does any of that, you said they had, they enjoyed their roles, but did it take away from the overall, I guess, theme or mood of the movie? No, no. I think it actually struck a really good balance. I mean, okay. it did, it never went so far into the comedic side with the whole making of this okay. space fantasy movie Argo. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it, it, it was a nice little balance to the seriousness of what was going on. Okay. Uh, it was, I think it was more of an, uh, the ironic twist of the whole thing that here in Hollywood, all of these actors and to some degree, some pretentious people making up this film, <laughs> not knowing all along that really this film is just a ruse to So they rescue. kept everybody in the dark, all oh, the yeah. actors. And okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are people, there's a scene, actually a really, really well done scene in the film where you've got the actors that are being recruited for the film to do a, st- a, a reading, a script reading around a table. Hmm. And that's all done just so they can get the Hollywood press to say, yes, this is a movie and it's happening. But all along, that scene is being juxtaposed with footage from over in, in Iran where the, uh, the, the revolutionaries are making kind of their statements on the national radio system hmm. uh, to, as, as to why they're keeping the hostages and what they're looking for from America. So it's like one that. press conference being juxtaposed yes, with another. Exactly. And that's it well done? It was a great scene. It okay. was well done. Okay. I mean. Not played for laughs. No, it was not played for, for okay. laughs, but it was very, very ironic to see these okay. two sides of the coin. Huh. Yes, there's obviously some humor. I mean, Argo is a very, very uh, <laughs> 70s-style sci-fi film. Gotcha. Um, and the director that uh, Alan Arkin plays and the special effects guy John Goodman plays, it's just, it's fun to watch them w- work together. They have some great scenes together, some great dialogue. So all that worked really well. Okay. Brian Cranston plays a guy in the CIA that uh, brings in Tony Mendez, the Ben Affleck character. He's always solid. I've just always enjoyed watching him. Um, so, you know, a lot of great, a lot of great acting on, involved with one notable exception. Mm, interesting. We'll get to I wonder in a moment. If, if I know where this is going. <laughs> um, from a directing standpoint, I thought Affleck handled. There were some very tense scenes, some very dramatic, uh, suspenseful scenes that worked really well. Hmm. I think, you know, to to build up a scene to make it dramatic and tense, you've got to have a good director. Sure. You can't write that necessarily. I mean, you can write that yes, this scene's supposed to be tense, but it's really going to come down to the director knowing the timing, the pacing what kind of work you can get from your actors. And there were two or three scenes in this film that are honestly, 
I mean, you know how this, this story is going to end if you're at all familiar with history okay. and having known the news. But you still found yourself still wondering, are they going to – is this going to happen? Is sure. this going to work out this way that I expect it to? Um, so that's, I think, the, a sign of a, a strong director when you can make people be a little nervous with uh, watching the film and some of the scenes. And I always love any film that has a little behind the scenes commentary on filmmaking and sure. Hollywood. And of course this one had a good bit of that as well. So I thought the balance was good. Okay. I know some of the previews have some previews for the film have played up the comedic aspects and others are played off the serious. Right. I think it's a good blend, obviously more on the serious side, gotcha. but the, uh, the, the film Hollywood side does give it a little bit of a, a nice mix in there as well. Okay. So you would recommend it. I would, I would definitely recommend it. Okay. With, one reservation. So that's, yeah. So let's, let's get really to the, honestly, uh, as I made my list of like likes and dislikes, I could only come up with one strong dislike on this film. Okay. And it's been Affleck as an actor. I'm sorry, but I, as a whole, but just in this film, no, or well, I mean, as an actor in general, I've never been that crazy about his roles. I, I don't think he's a terribly strong actor. Hmm. I thought he was better in the town. His last film where okay. he had a supporting role, but in this movie, I don't know what was going on here, but I've seen photographs of the real Tony Mendez. Okay. And I almost felt like this was, it was, it was Ben Affleck playing Tony Mendez channeling, uh, Derek Zoolander. Okay. Wow. With the blue steel look on everything. I've got to be this stoic. I've got to have this stoic look on my face all the time. Oh, everything is this overdramatic response. I don't really give any emotion. Everything's very, I've just got a very serious, stern look on my face every time I deliver a piece of a piece of dialogue. Wow! And it was almost to the point where it was just amateurish after a while. Hmm. And the fact that his his seventies haircut is just perfectly cut every single scene. <laughs> He's wearing these perfect seventies clothes and uh, overcoat and everything. It was almost just everything else in the film was so real. Everything else in the film I bought, hmm. but every time we got back to him, it was just cringeworthy. I thought his delivery of lines, his response on things. It was just, it was just bad. Huh. So I wholeheartedly recommend the film. Right. I think Ben Affleck as a director did a great job with this film. I just really wish he would have put somebody else in that, that lead role. Hmm. I think this would have been a almost perfect film at that point. So you think his performance will hold it back from being like a picture of the year or something? Well, no, it'll probably still get a nomination just because I think it's because it All deals the other with, elements. it okay. deals with it. There's some connection with current events going on. A lot of people like it. Critics are really enjoying it. It's done pretty good in the box office for a film of this caliber. Um, I think it'll it'll get some still some nominations. It won't be for Ben Affleck as actor though. I mean, I'll go ahead and say that. Um, <laughs> okay. That's just that's the one thing that just as soon as I walked out of the theater, that was my one complaint overall with the film. But you know, there again, I will say, great film, definitely worthwhile if you are at all familiar with uh, the situation that happened in '79 and uh, remember a lot of that. I think. It's an interesting film to see how that dovetails with your memory of the events of the time. This was a secret mission. This is not something that was released to the public until many, many years later. Okay. So at the time, nobody knew what was going on with this mission. And they played off that a little bit in the film as well. Okay. Um, that was kind of a nice coda to the film where some of the people that were involved in the mission realizing that nobody around them knows what they did. Huh. And uh, that was a kind of a cool ending to it. And they actually had some real photographs of the real people, the real scenes okay. 
uh, comparing it with the movie stills just so you can see how close they were. Hmm. It was almost Ben Affleck kind of saying, hey, look how close I got it to it being realistic. <laughs> kind of bragging on yeah. himself. The one drawback is the photograph of Tony Mendez. The guy looks nothing like Ben Affleck. There was no <laughs> reason for a large movie star to play this role. Okay. I think you could have had a much more understated character, somebody a little bit more of a character actor, could have hmm. had fun with it. Um, there was no need for it to be a Ben Affleck actor to play that role. So there again, that's my one big beef with the film. Otherwise I loved it. That was great. Um, okay. I'm very anxious to see what he does next for, as a director. Um, I'd love to see him do something completely different. Uh, maybe a straight comedy, maybe something, a true sci-fi film. Yeah, uh, because right now, you know, everything's been kind of this gritty right. ground level drama thriller stuff. So maybe time to mix it up a little bit. Who knows? That could be interesting. Excellent. You're going to go see it? I, I will. Uh, you've, I've heard good things about it. You seem to like it. I mean, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 95, which is pretty high. Yeah, so, yeah. pretty good. good. If for no other reason, come Oscar, <clears throat> excuse me, come Oscar time, I don't want to be like struggling to try to decide. Yeah. So yeah. It'll definitely be somewhere on the, the roster at Oscar time. I don't know to what extent, but sure. Um, I don't know if we really got a terribly strong slate of films for Best Picture this year. So I think, especially if they keep it at a field of 10, I think, yeah, definitely Argo will be in there. Okay. So, cool. Good deal. All right. Well, that's our review of Argo. And uh, go recommend check it out. Uh, it should be still playing at the movie theaters nowadays. I think it'll be on for a little while longer. And, of course, it'll be making its rounds to DVD and online in the coming months. Probably out by the time uh, Oscars hit in February or March, as I would imagine. Hmm. So. So for Foot Candle Spotlight, this is Alan. I'm Chris. And uh, we encourage you to check us out on The Mesh at themesh.tv. You can go check out all of our prior episodes as well as these episodes from other shows that we have here on the network. We will have a full show coming out pretty soon. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking about the film The Master by mm. P.T. Anderson. That. Also probably Oscar-worthy in some respects. Yeah, we'll Maybe. see. We'll see. I don't know. It's gotten some mixed results from people, and we'll see what, we'll see what our take on it is. Sure. And we're also going to do a little bit of a throwback review of Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Uh, a little fun story behind that, but we'll be talking about that in one of our full episodes coming up soon. Keep an eye out for that. In the meantime, we'll keep uh, throwing out some spotlights as we have them. So, for a foot candle spotlight, take care. We'll talk to you next time. Special thanks to Carpal Tuller for the show theme music. For more about Carpal Tuller, visit www.carpaltuller.com. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.